better so the hate just let it go Sit back, relax, enjoy the show This is me forever, man, you better let them know I'ma live forever, man, you better let them know I'm just getting better so the hate just let it go Sit back, relax, enjoy the show This is me forever, me forever, me forever, me forever Microphone check, one, two, hey Listen, y'all, let me drink some water. Better late than never. Everybody, welcome to V Forever, episode 27. I'm your host, V. Thank you for having me, y'all. Follow me on Instagram, V Forever Network, Twitter at Young V Forever. Everybody, it's spelled V, the number four, E-V-E-R, everywhere you go. That link that I'll be posting on Twitter, share that. It's that link tree in the bio on Instagram as well. Everybody, just share that. We moving, we moving. It's the month of December. Christmas is coming. Birthdays are coming. Blessings are coming. Everybody, if you listening to this right now, I really pray that you're blessed. If you're my enemy, I pray that you see the that you see the light. That you see the light. You're on the wrong side, player. You're on the wrong side. Honestly, to all those that wish me well, I wish you well too. If you wish me uh despair i wish you well man i hope you get to a point in your life where you don't have to feel like you want other people to do bad just because you're feeling bad about yourself i really hope people get to that point in life i pray everybody gets across that mountain it's a massive mountain man it's a it's a massive hill to climb to feel good about yourself and not wish ill upon people because you feel bad about yourself i really hope everybody makes it we're not all going to make it, though, and that's why we're going to talk today. There's a couple of things I wanted to talk about. I really want to just get straight into it. Give y'all what y'all want. Give y'all what y'all need. And honestly, there's certain things, and I hope that uh, as we continue, there's certain things that are going to start happening in the world that y'all expect me to pick up on. Of course, that might not be the case all the time. Like, I'm not going to talk about certain things. I'm not trying to talk about the news um, all the time. Some things need to be talked about, but right now I'm not really trying to talk about a lot uh, when it comes to, like, the news and what's happening right now with COVID-19 and, like, what's happening right now with uh, with the president, with the, with the Republican Party, with the Democratic Party. Uh, I... I uh, that's boring. That that really is boring when you think about it. It is all boring. Um, I want I, I want to come through with with topics uh the uh that make y'all think, make y'all ponder, that make y'all disagree. Let me know if you disagree. I'm gonna start posting um little clips, and then y'all could comment on Instagram if y'all disagree. Honestly, let's talk because we got, we just have to have a back and forth with each other. Again, the book. Uh, not the book. Uh, the spaceship. We're going. We are going to the moon in 2022. Things are gonna be drastically different. Things are gonna be drastically different. I need to know. I need to get um linked up. I need to link up with some of y'all talented folk because we're gonna start moving in a different direction. And I want to have like-minded people on the team. V forever. V's team. Like we we about to really be we're about to really be deep out here. We're gonna we're gonna start doing things. I'm about to start having new guests, 
start having new people on here. Maybe familiar sounds if you know me. Uh, f- familiar faces. We're gonna start showing face, but you know, once I put, once I start putting things on YouTube, it's no going back. The podcast will always be on YouTube. I'll probably start putting it up a day after the the uh, um the actual podcast, just the audio version, the audio version every Friday, and then the podcast every Saturday, the the YouTube every Saturday. I want y'all to get acclimated to this. Uh, I really apologize for being late. I was trying to watch uh, the Yay Drake uh, concert and then give my feedback and just talk about it after the fact. But I fell asleep. And we should start there, actually, then. I didn't see the beginning. I think the first song I heard him doing was... He did a... I don't know if he did... I don't remember the order that well. If it was Touch the Sky or... No, it had to be uh, Gold Digger after Touch the Sky. No, I think it was. I think he did. He did All Falls Down. I came in when he did All Falls Down. So he did Gold Digger, then Touch the Sky, I believe. I could be wrong. But there's a thing going on where I was like, I was um, I was in awe a little bit because I went to the St. Pablo tour, and that was one of the best like concerts I've seen in my life. It really was. It really was a, a great moment. Like it was well. Uh, and, and to be honest, this was yay on his de- decline. If you if you ask me, like he he wasn't memorizing some of the songs. Like some of the like some of his old songs, he wasn't really picking up on. Like he was messing up on the lyrics on some of these, and that was disappointing. But I do want to talk about something like that. Uh, when we go on further into the podcast, because he went on and he started doing versions of songs I heard in St. Pablo when he did Touch the Sky. There was a like it was a more of a synth version. It was like it was really nice. And when he did Black Skinhead, the synths and the drums, it was so it was too powerful. First of all, this man, like you couldn't hear him singing. Because it was literally, and he's there at four in the morning, and I'm so funny, and then it's like, and then you can hear like synths, and then it's, you're just like, it's like, I imagine in the arena you could hear it way better, but. I just want to do the rundown of what I heard. Uh, he did a good bit. He did a good bit. He did all day, all day, all day. And that was nice. Uh, he, I don't know. He didn't do much of it. He didn't do much of certain songs. I'm get, I don't know if it was because that's the routine. This felt a little bit like a warm-up for touring. And he left it. At, he did his classics. He did his classics. Then he did Find Your Love. And you saw Drake. He did say you will, and I thought Drake was surely gonna come up and do uh and do his version of say you will. He didn't. Uh, 
Yeah, he did Find Your Love. You saw Drake in the back vibing to his own song. So Kanye performed Find Your Love. So I was like, this is pretty dope. And then finally Drake comes in and he starts singing 24. And we know that song. Exhausted. Never the right time to go. Never the right time to go. Never the right time to God loves you. Only you choose your step. Gonna make it right before you. I mean, 24 hours. That song, and the way he sang it, the way he sang it was beautiful. I got to say, I got to give Drake props every time I can because I always, I feel like I'm always like taking a, just like, just kind of shitting on him sometimes. I'm a little hard on, and I'm a little harder on Drake than most because he's, it's like, he gets afforded more than most. That's how I feel about it. He's a pop star. So I'm a little harder on Drake than most. But I do appreciate Drake. And I think the moment the moment that was happening was something to appreciate. Drake, this was when when I kind of realized, I don't know if they really made up. I don't know. I don't know if like like they I don't know if they're cool is what I'm saying. Because they obviously made up or they wouldn't be doing this concert. And I really want to know if at any point they started talking about Larry Hoover. Like, I just want to kind of know because I was joking with my wife about uh, I was <laughs> I was telling her about this. I said, it's Drake and it's Kanye West and Drake. They're doing this concert so that once they see this, they will have no choice but to free Larry Hoover. And honestly, I have no idea if they ended up talking about Larry Hoover. This felt a lot like just training yourself for a tour, but. That being said, it is what it is, though, because um, Drake is the reason why I kind of fell asleep. Nothing against him. He just started doing certified lover boy songs. Like, he went and did 24, then he did No Friends in the Industry, and then he did, uh, I forgot, uh, eh, I, uh, in my mind, eh, friends. I got hundred in my mind, and he oh, and he love, and time, and I'm here. Yeah, I don't know that song, but by the way, the Machiavelli project is coming. We working on, <laughs> we working on that, and Retro Selecto and the Shameful Hits. Why would I remember all of this if it wasn't really coming? Why would I remember these names? Let's be honest here. But back to the subject at hand, he started doing his non like the not hits. I don't know, like if he was practicing for the CLB tour, the Survive Love Boy tour, and I'm not here for that, so I fell asleep. I was like, I'm done. I, I, I don't want to. But apparently, they did uh, forever. It may not mean nothing to y'all. Apparently, they did that together. I don't know if they did any more together. I hope they did. That's what's up. Kanye was performing Runaway, and then he did, like, a medley where he was trying to get Kim back. Um, I was really worried that Pusha T was going to come through and run away. Because, you know, Pusha T had possibly the verse of a decade, honestly, with that Runaway verse. That might have been the verse of the decade. If we're talking the 2010s, and it's crazy that it happened in 2010, 
the verse of the decade. 24 7, 365. Pussy stay on my mind. Ah, all right, I did it. All right, all right, I admit it. Now pick your next move. You can leave or live with it. You could buy a dream with that motherfucking top off. Spin, oh, wait, getting nowhere. Back to wearing knockoffs, huh? Knock it off. Waitress, top it off. Let's talk over my ties, baby. Let's top it off. Hoes like vultures want to fly in your penny loafers. You can't complain. You ain't never seen Versace sofas. Every blouse, every color, every bracelet. Come with a price tag, baby, face it. You should leave if you can't expect a base sticks. Too many hoes in a ballin' nigga matrix. Invisible, invisible set. The Rolex is faceless. I'm just young, Richard, tasteless. P. Mm. <laughs> I believe there's a God above me. I'm just the God of everything else. I put hoes in everything else. New God flow, fuck everything else. Supreme dope dealer. Wider than dope letters. They love a nigga spirit like Pocket the Coachella. They say pushing is yeah in a whole Della. Oh, Della. I think it's cool that you ain't got a blow Della. A hot temper matched with a cold killer. Since 99 with, uh, uh, with him. Since 99 when Puff would have had shine with him. Matching Tate Tonus. Wait, I, I was like, I was skipping verses. <laughs> I was skipping verses. Listen, push your T, man. I'm not going to lie, man. Push your T had. That was the that was new God flow, but I do man step on they next today can't breathe claim they five stars to sell you dreams they say death multiplies by three line them all up and let's just see fuck them yay fuck them yay I wouldn't piss on a nigga with grandma yay they shitty shopping at Target my shit is luxury bar made I'm balling. Amare, a nick soul in the pocket. Uh, hey, <laughs> what's a king without a crown, nigga? Yeah. What's a circus without you, clown, niggas? Yeah. What's a brick with an out of town, nigga? When you flood and you could drown, niggas. This is the good music, golden child. M A dollar sign. Can't nobody hold me down. <laughs> that's, that's it. Ooh, push your team. Push might be one of my favorite rappers of all time, man. <laughs> he might be he might be one of my favorite rappers of all time. But yeah, I was a little worried he was gonna come out with that verse. And I don't know what Drake would do. Drake would have somewhat of that the crusty crab. Um well not the crusty crab, but that well, I guess Mr. Crab's face, you know that meme where where everything's dizzy around him. <laughs> he would have somewhat of a like, what if that was actually the plan? Let's stage it as we're, we're doing this for Larry Hoover, but really I just want Pusha T to come through, do the runaway verse, and then the duppy, the, not the duppy, the story of Adidon. <laughs> you are hiding a child. What if he just came through and just started doing that mid-runaway verse? Or it's the instrumental of run, runaway, his verse, and he, instead of doing his verse, he just starts doing the, the 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 drake diss he had like it what and then drake's just like in shock like he's staring like he's like where do i go like where do i like what like he wants the earth to just swallow him at that point like interest that would be crazy okay that would be crazy it was unrealistic it didn't happen nothing really happened is the thing 
I don't know if they talked about Larry Hoover. I don't know much about Larry Hoover, y'all. I know about the whole, I think I'm big meets Larry Hoover, whipping work, hallelujah. And I know his son doesn't like that Rick Ross says that because it's like Larry Hoover has a real case going on and Rick Ross is not helping at all by talking about Larry Hoover whipping work. So he has a real case. Apparently he's like a positive guy. He was the leader of the GDs, the Gangsters Disciples, um, in Chicago. He that's all I can say about that. I have no I I have no knowledge about any of this. I have no knowledge about gang activity. I have no knowledge about the street activity. Um But yeah, I wonder if they they really talked about him. If anybody saw it, please let me know. I don't know if a single word was said about Larry Hoover. If at one point they said, free Larry Hoover. (laughs) If at one point anybody even chanted that. Um, I want to know. I don't think that happened. I don't know, though. Uh, And then, like, his son who, like, helped coordinate or they, they, they... I wonder if he was like, uh, what's going on? I know that this was like a benefit concert, but are we going to like, what's the subject at hand? Because like there's, there's usually like a, we are the world when it comes to like these things. Like when you're doing a telethon, somebody sings, we are the world. And I don't think that anybody's saying a free Larry Hoover type of theme song. Free Larry Hoover. Free Larry Hoover, he's not that bad of a guy, so let him free. He's a good citizen, please let him live his life. It's true, we need to let him go, so please let him be free. (laughs) I I don't think anybody's saying anything like that. So, listen, uh, shout out to their cause. Yes, I want to go back to uh, that, though, back to the concert itself, because Kanye was, like, messing up the words of his old songs. And at first I was like, man, he lost that. Like, he's kind of losing it. Or, like, he's out of shape when it comes to, like, performing. But then it's like, when you think about how people can't perform, because everybody's so amazed that Jay-Z did, like, an hour-and-a-half concert of a B side of his B sides, and that's truly amazing. And I don't think that he'll ever get the props he deserves for that because these are songs that he won't perform in a concert, and he doesn't do many concerts anyway. Jay Z doesn't do that anyway, and it's important to give him props because, uh, well, it's important to give Hove props because he's one of the greatest rappers we have. He is from an era that doesn't exist anymore. He, uh, him, Nas, uh, Snoop. Uh, I mean, let's be real. There's not many of them left. Dre, Cube. I mean, they're there, but it's like that era doesn't exist anymore. That that like five year period where it was so fucking nasty. We lost people. Shit happened. Like, that era isn't real anymore. Like, it, it is history. It is history, but it doesn't exist anymore. And people like that don't come around, or the people like that that come around don't last. Uh, they are quickly jailed, or they are quickly killed. Like, things are just different now. But shout out to Hove, of course. That was just that. But 
it made me think like that is incredible but at the same time i don't fault kanye west a performing artist who constantly is performing uh hove is just like like jay-z's literally just he's a, a businessman he took the time out to do that he doesn't perform his that's not his like thing and that's not kanye's only thing but he's somebody who's constantly making things constantly creating things his mind's constantly in use to newer things and so expecting him to memorize like to still know the words to i wonder is like asking him like asking you to sing that song you used to sing when you were a kid sing that song like which which first of all which song and listen i'm gonna need a little help (laughs) i'm a little i'm gonna need a little help you said you know it you lead because i don't remember that i made a lot more i started singing a lot more songs after that like i have a lot of songs now (laughs) i i think about a lot of things and i'm making new songs still i'm still thinking of new things so it's hard to go back to memory lane and i think I, I and that's like the cop out I'm giving Ye on not knowing some of the songs, um, limited amount of practice, and just straight up like, it's like how do you expect me if I don't practice it a whole lot to really know these songs? That being said, it is important to do that, but he's not he's at a level of artistry now where it's like I'm not doing a I'm not rehearsing these songs like. I, I'm strictly trying to make the show look as good as possible. The stage looked great. The smoke and the lights and everything. He's trying to make an experience, and the music itself is going to take a backseat on that. It's going to be a very visual experience with a very uh, – because the music was nice. It was just literally him not knowing the lyrics sometimes because – like there's like a live band situation so it's always gonna be nice but the music itself might take a back seat but i'm trying to make it look as good as possible to y'all he he's known to have these very expensive tours too just very costly tours and it's all about the art with him and 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 again and you just gotta give it up to yay for that we're gonna do that so we're gonna move on after that because that is That in itself is the price of being unique. Um, Being unique is important. And I really want to talk about that, being unique. Like somebody like Kanye West and somebody like Drake, being unique. Um, uh, Drake says something that was very interesting. He said that it was a very good night and he's he's doing something that he he dreamed of himself doing, um, performing on stage with his idol. Excuse me, y'all. And, and ain't, ain't it good that I ain't coughing like that crazy? Like, that was crazy back then. I was coughing and coughing. That was annoying. Drake comes off, like, for the longest time, Drake came off as a fan. Like a fanboy to everything. Like a fanboy to Cher. A fanboy to Celine Dion. A fanboy to Sade. A fanboy to these athletes. And then at some point, Drake just became his own guy. Uh, he and and you know what and and it's admirable. Drake was a fan. He really was though, and he was genuine. And I think that he probably just got his ass beat 
like not like figuratively he got his ass beat by the world constantly playing him for that for actually enjoying that he's in these wonderful moments like if i got to meet the people he met or the people that i looked up to i would probably be the same way a certain level of fandom not just playing it cool but like being a fan letting people know you're a fan and he realized i mean he's a little old to not know that now he's like 35 or some shit so he's at the point where he knows he is that guy now that people will be fans of and he's been that for like a long time but i think he realized it and now is moving in that. So he's not, he's his own man. He always was, but it's more like he's not going to be acting like a fan anymore. I mean, that was indicative when uh, when he started beefing with, with with Kanye anyway, that he was like, I'm my own man. Like, why the fuck do I need to be a fan of you if, uh, if I feel like you're fake, this, this, and that? I don't know who was right, who was wrong. You are hiding a child. But I don't know who was right and who was wrong, to be honest. I don't care. I don't know what really happened. I think it was all just a marketing thing that they started just so they could start selling, outselling each other, and then doing this and making money and this and that, which, uh, which okay, well done. And then it got stale, so they kind of just, like, got back together, which is cool because these are two people that they should always be working together. There should be a Kanye West-produced Drake album a, or a Kanye West and 40 uh produce drake album like uh, and then a 40 maybe a 40 a 40 and kanye west produced kanye album with some drake lyrics in there like written by drake at some point they should always be working together these are like two people that literally should always have been working together they like like just like they're such a good combination and you wouldn't know that with the songs they have that you wouldn't know that at all glow was a good song to me but it wasn't what it should have been like it was like these two they could have had so many just damn hits like together not even just hits but just these wonderful moments in music and it's unfortunate that we might not ever get that. It might never happen. I will never hear of a Watch the Throne or a type of album with, with uh, Drake and Kanye West. I doubt that will ever happen. It is what it is, baby. But that is the price of being unique. You have to find yourself and stand your own ground. It takes a while to find your own thing. You need to... um. You literally find your own thing by failing, by trying things and failing and seeing how easy it was to fail, uh, how easy it was to give up, how easy it was to just uh, um, to call it quits on something to know that, OK, that's not my thing because I really had no passion behind this thing. Like, and, and, it, and, and the thing is, people will say things like this and be very vague on what they mean. I'm going to tell you exactly what I mean. Uh, examples you could try be a chef and and even deeper in that you can try to be a chef uh but before you tried to be a mechanic you sucked at that it was so easy for you to let that go because you're like i have no i i there is nothing and i hope everybody feels this way sometimes 
that there are things in this life that when you have to do them or when you think about them uh, or you think about the possibility of having to do certain things or like you think about certain things that you would never do, you think there is nothing in the world that's going to make me do this. Like there's nothing in the world that's going to make me do this. Like for me, that was like, Certain things, certain favors people asked me to do for them. I would be like, I would say no. I would have, but inside I'd have this feeling like, I don't, like, when when I think about myself in five years, I do not see this story happening. Like, I do not see myself doing this favor and looking back and thinking about the favor I did for them like I will not do it I cannot do it I just don't see myself doing it I really don't want to do it and I will not do it and that's a that and if you feel that way about something don't do it you leave that alone you tried to be a mechanic and you failed you tried to get into a tool uh, to be an electrician you failed you got into the culinary arts and you succeeded and you succeeded or you failed at first, but you found a love in it and you succeeded eventually. Now, being unique, this is where being unique comes in. You might want to specialize in baking and you might be okay at baking, but you feel like this isn't really what I like about it. I like to do things a certain way. I want to, um, instead of make, instead of specializing in baking, I want to specialize in the, uh, in, uh, in the meat industry, in the in the seasoning of meats, how do I get the seasoning a hundred percent how I like it? Let me perfect that, and then and then within that, you develop your own craft in this, um, in seasoning meat. Something as simple as that. Something as simple as uh, getting a formula together to have the perfect seasoning that you believe is good, like a very specific thing and a bigger thing because you found love in the culinary arts and then, and then you decided to specialize in, in the seasoning in the seasoning methods, how to make things taste better, how to make specifically meat. So now you just rounded it down. Um, uniqueness, man. You have to think about what you like and then the specifics of what you like, what exactly in what you like. Uh, try Because it's one thing, when you're a child, the first step, and when I say child, I don't even mean like an adolescent. I, you could be an adult and be a child, uh, like a legal adult and be a child. I'm talking 18 to 22. You're like, you're trying things, and you are failing at things, and then you figure out what you want to do. <clears throat> you work your way into this thing you want to do and find the specifics of what you want to do. So, like I said, I found out I want to be in the culinary arts, right? And then I and then you realize I want to I don't like doing this much as much as I like doing this, but I really love doing this. Let me get really good at this. Let me learn how to season everything of the meat the meat industry let me know how to season things to the point where it's immaculate like you know and i think that it's important for you to to develop a unique asset within yourself um a, a unique thought process a unique way of doing things like 
I'm still at the point of the specifics when it comes to podcasting, right? Well, when it comes to the look right now, because I'm I'm moving into to video, but I'm trying to get I'm trying to link up with people to get a mask because there's still a thing that I'm finding within the branding that, that there's something that once I learn it, this shit is gonna take off. This shit is gonna burn. This shit is gonna spread like a wildfire, buddy. Like there's certain there's a specific thing that I'm that I'm tweaking around and I'm and I'm actively looking for. What am I gonna pinpoint and then move forward from that? This is where I'm at right now. I'm in the specifics of what I like. I've tried other things and I like this and I love this and I really wish that. I really wish to learn more about this, to tweak it to my liking at a certain and then master and that's the only way to master it, to find your own edge in it, to find your own unique uh to find your own unique way of doing things. And this is the only way to truly uh to truly master something is to really find your own way, to be able to find your own way of doing something and being able to teach that being able to teach your own way of that and that's not that's not the case in everything because there's certain things like uh, like like if you want to uh excel in theology right there all there no even then there's a specific way to deliver like if you want to be a pastor it's a specific way to deliver that like that you find your own style of doing things either way but it's not like you tweak the message right you're not tweaking everything you're tweaking yourself that's what I'm saying. Uh, this is not that, but you can't, you can't, here's the, uh, and it's like, it's the, the position that we're in uh, where the truth is about being unique. You cannot, let me think of the best way to, um, to actually say this. I, I think I have it in my head. Because it's an ongoing battle. You cannot really break through. Sorry, y'all. You cannot, you can't really break through without, um, you can't break through if you're not being different. You can't break through if you're not different. You have to be different. There has to be something different about you. You can't be different by copying people. And um and that's ob- and everybody thinks that's obvious. That is so obvious. And it's not it's not because people learn from people. Everybody learns from people. So at some point you're going to find a, you're going to find out and this isn't everything. This is in everything that you learn your best by copying your master by copying the person that mentors you by copying the person that you look up to in every field you learn you learn by doing that there's a person that teaches you there's a person that motivates you that you want to be like and you copying that you are emulating that 
But there is a point in time where you'll never be at your best until you let go of that master, until until you let that go, let go of this preconceived notion of I have to do this this way in order to impress my master or in order to or in order to excel or feel like I excel according to the rubric of my master because the truth is we are not here to always be a student you're I mean you're always to learn you will always be a student but if you want to be a master you have to uh you have to break away from you have to kill your master like and um and it's always and it's figurative obviously you dirty motherfuckers I'm not talking about murdering people. I'm talking about murdering your master, the cons, murdering the concept or murdering the rules that you're stuck to. And and by that, I'm not meaning your fucking morals, you dirty motherfuckers. Because <laughs> I already know people will find any excuse to say, oh, uh, any excuse to justify them going out here without morals. Those are these are the masters that you'll always serve. Your morals. These are the masters that you'll always serve. These are the masters that keep you alive. <laughs> like, like, I don't understand. Like, but I'm talking about the concepts that you were taught that you feel like it's time. I know this, and it's time for me to become my own master and probably uh, be able to mentor people on my own. That's something called independence <laughs> it's something called independence in which you say it's time for me to to do my own thing and the best example of that literally is like when you get older and you look up to your father you look up to your father your whole life and then at some point you think okay it's time for me to leave my father it's time for me to live my life i've been living my life trying to have my father trying to have my father's approval because he was the moral compass that I had uh and in order to feel like I am living a good life I want my I, it needs to be through the approval of my father or my mother right like th th this is you as a child then as you grow you realize I know I have these morals that I live by and I live my life the way I see fit from these morals. I have to let go of this idea that I have to only that I have to live my life feeling correct only by having the approval of what my mother and father uh, of my mother and father. I mean, because. Uh, obviously you already know your parents won't always like your decisions you have to stand by your own and this this, and that but that's like the best example of killing your masters killing that idea that that, that killing that notion killing that notion that you have to uh stay a student if you want a mentor and we're all here to serve each other and what better way to serve than to learn as much as you can to pass it on um, the only way to do that is by killing your masters. This is a, and it's an interesting thing to talk about here, man. It really is. It's a, and that, and the best way to learn like that, you got to learn from loss, man. It's that winner's mentality. 
It really is. It there is a winner's mentality, and it is a lot of you fail and you hate failure and you feel that failure. You don't want to feel failure, and so you fail as much as possible so you can be as good as possible so you like through the through the fire came a phoenix like this kind of stuff like through 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 pressure a diamond was made like it's nothing about it's it's like and it's it's hard for uh for people to admit when they're wrong and it's hard for people to admit that they're still a student or that they're in a place or that they don't feel like they're uh at the point to where they can kill their master. Um, and obviously, everybody, please, for the love of God, uh, know that I'm talking figuratively. I feel like I've said it a lot, but damn, man, we got motherfuckers shooting people till they set on fire, yo. And th- and this and this it's crazy. I don't want to. And and that's the thing. When I say something as strong as the word kill, because not only like come on, like that. That is a verb that is not even to be played with, not not even to be said as a joke sometimes. Like, we got to take everything serious. Words are losing their meanings, but until, like, this is a serious thing. Just like society, the degradation of society. It's scary, to th- it's scary because words are losing their meaning and actions are getting, like, even actions are losing their meaning. Like, people are so used to people just getting murdered. Like, people are so used to that idea. Like, actions are losing their meaning. People die every day, B. Like, actions are losing their meaning. That's a, it's a, it's a dangerous thing, yo. I really hope that, I really hope we all get through this, yo. We're all, everybody's getting desensitized. Everybody's getting, um, we get hammered with so much, yo. I think and we're in a point in the history of the world where we're I don't think that anybody lived this. And, and let me explain, because everybody says that every generation has their own chaos. But I don't think that anybody lived the shit we're living today. I don't think anybody in the history of the world was living in the times that we're living in now. Not literally. I mean, literally, like not literally, because obviously anybody like Joan of Arc isn't here. So not everybody in the history of the world is living in the times we're living in now. I mean, the y'all know what the fuck I mean. Stop playing stupid all your damn life. Start acting like you like you grown, motherfucker. Start acting like you know something. Start acting like you've been somewhere. Everybody, and y'all, if y'all have kids, take them places, yo. Take them places, yo. Take them outside the state. Take them outside the country. Get them some motherfucking passports. Let them see something, yo. It's nothing sadder than people who 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 never who don't have perspective, yo. It's people in this life who don't have perspective, who they only see things through the way they've seen things, and they haven't seen much. It's crazy. It's people who haven't seen much. And if you haven't seen much, get you a passport, yo. The only way you can learn and get out of mud is by getting out. (laughs) Get out. See new things. See new sights. Hey, yo, I remember when I was a little kid, we was in Germany. I saw some cathedrals. I don't even remember if it was Germany. I saw some cathedrals. And outside, it's like stat. It's like statues on on the cathedral. It's something that I'll never forget. It was crazy. The art that was there. It was uh. It was. I don't know if it who was the saint. I imagine it was John the Baptist because it was like. Um. And and that's the thing. I don't remember what they call the the. 
the art on cathedrals, right? Like the statuesque art on cathedrals. But I don't remember that. And, and maybe I'll look that up. Anyway, it was a man holding his own head. And it was like, a, like I don't know, like he was looking at another man with a sword kind of thing. And that was like, I was like, oh my God. Like I was, <laughs> that was almost scary to me, but it was like, what am I seeing? I remember being inside of a cathedral. I I just, and the thing is, I don't remember everything about these things, but I remember looking up and almost, and feeling like I'm looking up at the sky. Like, this is really high. Like, and there's stuff on it. There's like painting and glass and there's things that you see. And I think that everybody needs to see things see these things see the architecture that was made on this earth we're we are amazing people i think that people don't and we don't give each other enough credit there are people like the most simplest thing firefighters set up a ladder that uh that extends like a hundred feet or some shit to get on top of the roof of a house and they climb that shit they really climb like a little a lat a long ass ladder to and to get into a fire to get people out of a fire people and 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 like we're amazing we invented apparatuses to keep oxygen within a environment that makes you lose oxygen in a fire we have we invented apparatuses that keep us uh with air long enough uh to stay alive when underwater we invented apparatuses that let us go deep into water without having the pressure of the water crush us we invented boats that do that that go underwater to that depth like we're able to see almost the bottom of the ocean because of such things we're seeing creatures that we never seen before because of these apparatuses we invented look how amazing we are we need everybody to stop watching, stop just watching the damn Comedy Central all the damn time. Let, watch Animal Planet, yo. Watch, watch motherfucking BBC Planet. Watch, um, boy, uh, pause, by the way. I don't know if that's a site. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a site, yo. <laughs> I'm going to keep it real. I don't know if that's a, a site. So when I say BBC Earth, like the British Broadcasting Channel, earth or something like that planet earth uh that uh that uh show and then there's like the universe we see like the planets we see all sorts of things we've seen so much and we know so much about how the world works we're amazing yo we are amazing like people need to see that shit people need to see how amazing we are like well yeah not see there's things like the cell phone like things that we've done the things we've done it's people who don't have the perspective to think there's people who never had such things who in the history of the world we're living in a time where people never had what we had and we have and i think that's been a concurrent thing throughout the history of the world through all the inventions we've had there were people who didn't have laundry machines there were people who didn't have ironing boards. There were people who did not have the cell phone. There were people who did not have the George Foreman grill, my nigga. Like, <laughs> I don't, and, and to be honest, I don't have a George Foreman grill. There are people who had a blender but not a ninja, yo. Them shits are different, yo. 
people didn't have a Keurig. A Keurig. Some people didn't have a Keurig, yo. It's people, it's people who lived on this earth who had net who had DVDs sent to them. And that was Netflix. They lived on this earth and they never saw that they didn't have to leave their house to watch Netflix. They never saw that day. They never saw that happen. It's people on this earth who only knew Blockbuster. Look where we are. The inventions we made. People need perspective. People need to know that they're like just the history of the world, where we are, who we are, how things work. Just because I believe through knowledge, we would be out of we would be out of this like bullshit where people are so so short sighted. But the truth is, I mean, and obviously what I'm talking about. Um, and there's a deeper issue within all of this that not everybody can have access to leaving, leaving where they are or leaving or seeing the world or seeing what is in the world through travel, things like that. Uh, but I mean, knowledge is power. A book will take you anywhere. Um, like I said, that planet Earth shit, like there are ways to seek out. And obviously it is through nurturing the mind that we get people who see things this way, who see things with perspective. And that's not lost. I refuse to believe that that's dying. There will always be people like us. Yes, you listening right now, you're people like us. We have perspective. We have a way we see the world. We don't think that the only way the world works is the way we see it. We try to see other people's sides of the story. We try to learn new things. We have a code that we'll live by anyway. We think about things a certain way. We have deep thoughts. We have an internal monologue. We have an internal conscience. We believe in that conscience. We believe in ourselves. We doubt ourselves. But we're not just living robots. We're out here. We have perspective. It's people like that. And, we, and you're listening to this right now. You're one of those people. And I really appreciate y'all listening to me because it's some things that I just need to talk about with y'all. It really has been a pleasure talking to y'all today. We are coming to an end right now. So I really want y'all to listen to this. Follow me at Young V Forever on Twitter, V Forever Network on Instagram. Click on my bio. Click on that link tree. Share that link. Share that link. Click on that link. Share that shit because that link tree has on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, all the places you can reach me, everybody. Everybody needs to get with the program. Let's share this. I really love y'all. We're going to keep it rocking. Christmas is coming. We're going to have episodes the whole month of December. I'm sorry I was late. We in this hoe. We in this thing. We're going to keep rocking. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Everybody, this is V Forever. Peace. Forever.